A new report studying the greater Yellowstone ecosystem shows the tremendous extent to which climate change has transformed our region and will continue to change it over the next century. It also explores how a reduction in greenhouse gas emissions could benefit the backyard where Jackson Hole locals live, work, and play. KHOL's Will Walkie talked to two authors of the report about their findings and what they hope area residents will take away from them. Walk around the waterways in Grand Teton National Park, and it's not hard to see how the climate is changing Jackson Hole right before our eyes. Upstream of Jackson Lake, Pilgrim Creek is reduced to a slow trickle amidst a plain of dried up stream beds due to low rain and snowfall. Downstream is Jackson Lake Dam, which is now releasing four to six inches of water a day into the Snake River to help eastern Idaho farmers grow their dry and depleted crops. Look up toward the Tetons and you'll likely see just faint outlines of ridgelines and a bright red sun through a thick haze caused by western wildfires. This all sounds familiar to Charles Dremel, who lives in Bozeman. Oh man, we've been, it's been a rough summer here, yeah. Dremel is Water Conservation Coordinator for the Greater Yellowstone Coalition, a nonprofit dedicated to protecting one of the largest intact ecosystems in North America, 22 million acres spanning three states, two national parks, and thousands of people, from Pinedale to Driggs to Livingston, Montana. The Greater Yellowstone Ecosystem is an extraordinary natural and cultural landscape. There's no other place like it in the world. That's why Dremel, like so many others across the region, has been seriously affected by climate change over the last few years. To hone in on your homeland, to hone in on this specific region and, and actually see very specific changes that have happened from 1950 to 2018, is very sobering. Over the past three years, scientists and statisticians from several academic institutions like the University of Wyoming poured over historical data to look at how much the greater Yellowstone ecosystem has changed since the mid-20th century and how much it could change in the coming decades. Their work culminated in the mammoth eight-chapter Greater Yellowstone Climate Assessment released in late June. The report summarizes how climate change could progress by 2100 based on various greenhouse gas concentration scenarios and concluded that since 1950, temperatures significantly increased, snowfall decreased, and snowmelt and stream runoff is occurring earlier in the spring, adding to water shortages in the summer because of climate change. The average temperature in the ecosystem has gone up by 2.3 degrees and is projected to continue warming. That means wildfires that burn longer and hotter, massive shifts for local wildlife and fish, and many other disruptions. I love winter, I love snow, and I love them for their uh, aesthetic, for their recreational opportunities, also for our industries, for outdoor recreation, for agriculture, and to see basically our essential water storage decreasing by 23% in that roughly 70-year period is uh, very alarming. Another author of the report, Steve Hostetler, is a climate scientist with the U.S. Geological Survey based in Corvallis, Oregon. He says the research indicates that the changing climate will alter life in our region no matter what. But there's tons of variability depending on how us humans interact with our planet over the coming decades. Carbon dioxide persists for a long, long time. And heat 
no matter even if we stop today the effects of this are going to be would be felt for a long time because the oceans are still absorbing heat glaciers are still melting and it takes a long time for everything to kind of come into balance on a lower trajectory we can certainly do a lot in terms of making a big difference for the whole planet Hostetler helped create a number of possible future scenarios for the report. In one, humans start to reduce emissions now, and temperatures level off by around 2050. The other one is the upper bound scenario. It's been known as business as usual. The difference between the two scenarios is staggering. With reduced emissions, temperatures across the greater Yellowstone ecosystem increase by an average of 5 degrees by the 2060s. In the business-as-usual model, the increase doubles to 10 degrees by the end of the century. If you move the baseline up, let's just use temperature by 2 or 3 degrees, and now you're in a new world where you're working with different baseline conditions, that presents a bigger management problem because we have that going on. We have changes in the seasonality of water availability and so forth. Both Hostetler and Dremel say they've seen great responses from a slew of concerned citizens since the release of their report. Part of Dremel's job was to interview leaders in the region, from tribal heads to water managers, about their feelings on climate change. He says he hopes having some hard data in the hands of the public will spring people into action. I think that there is also um, a desire to see more direction coming from the top of their agencies, whether they're in Helena, Cheyenne, or Boise, or from Washington, D.C., to, to provide more resources to really address this. Dremel and Hostetler will help host public meetings this fall throughout the greater Yellowstone ecosystem, including in Jackson, to discuss the report. The pair says they expect a lot of interest from locals in Jackson and elsewhere who love the places they live and whom they believe will want to help preserve it as much as possible. Will Walkie, K2L News.